The Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers, Levi's Stadium, next Sunday afternoon in the divisional round of NFL playoffs. Croc and I will get into all of the angles with those hated Dallas Cowboys right now. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers. Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than your Prize Picks projection, you will win up to 10 times your money on that entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match. Up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. Woo! The Dallas Cowboys. They're putting a little hurting on the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we didn't even need to see the end. We're like, you know what? Let's just go live with this thing. And did the game even end? Is it, is it somehow paused or something? I don't even know what's going on as I stopped watching it. 31-14, though. Uh, at least the Buccaneers scored a couple times here at the end of this game, so it's not quite the 35-7 beatdown that the 49ers gave Tom Brady and the Buccaneers earlier on this year. Yeah, this is what I wanted, man. This is my Super Bowl. Um, a lot of people want to win the actual Super Bowl. I want to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I wanted them. Anybody that's been following me knows huge rivalry in my household growing up between myself, my brother, uh, he's a diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm in group chats. We talk about it all the time, Peacock, and uh, it's super pro pro Cowboys. So uh, this this one right here, it just it means a little bit more. It it means more a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. So th- it's really funny. I put the um, I put a tweet out yesterday, and actually, I think it should be 24 hours. So I think we have final results of the poll I put out there about what is the 49ers' most hated rivalry for fans. And I knew it was going to be either the Cowboys or the Seahawks. And as it turns out, the Niners are going to play the Seahawks and the Cowboys back-to-back in the playoffs here. And um, looking at the poll, over 50% of voters voted on – yes, we do have the final. Actually, it's got a a few minutes left here. But um, 56% of fans said the Seahawks was their most hated. And the next most was the Dallas Cowboys at 31.5%. Then it was Rams at 8.7 and it was the Packers at 3.7. Now you can only put four teams on there. And I kind of, uh, I went back and forth. I was like, should I put the Raiders on there? Do you, do you go NFC West? But nobody cares about the the Cardinals, right? As a rival. Uh, There's a lot of write-in votes for the New York giants, some Falcons ones out there. Um, I, I think maybe the Raiders would be in the top five. If I was making my top five and maybe the Raiders over the Packers, um, but Rams more recent with their wins and the Niners playing them three times last year and they got beat. And it's always the teams that beat you is the ones that stick with you, right? If the Seahawks didn't beat the 49ers right. 10 years ago, the Seahawks wouldn't be number one. It'd still be the Cowboys, right? And if the Cowboys didn't beat the 49ers in the 90s, Niners would have more trophies and it wouldn't be the Cowboys on this list probably. Although the Niners and Cowboys rivalry goes way back even beyond the stuff that, that I remember from the 90s. So kind of uh, another way to ask this question is were you born after 1988? because uh, those people say Seahawks and the ones before say Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Seahawks, the, the Legion of Boom era, I mean, that was obviously huge. And be, because, you know, at the time, both teams were so good and those games were just knockout, drag out fights. 
Uh, and then the whole Richard Sherman thing, don't you ever try me with a sorry receiver. That was like, as far as, you know, rivalries go, I don't think it's bigger than that. In that, in that era. But since then, it almost has felt like the 49ers and Seahawks haven't really been good at the same time. So that rivalry kind of went away a little. I mean, you still have like the divisional rivalry aspect to it. And Pete Carroll, I still hate the way he chews gum. But outside of that, it's like, I, I don't really care about them. But the Cowboys, I mean, this is another team where, you know, for years, neither team was good at the same time. So to see them both good, Back-to-back years, meet in the playoffs, back-to-back years. I mean, this is, this is, I, I don't, it doesn't get any bigger than this. Especially for ratings, because they're, they're both, the, the Cowboys, obviously they're going to pull in the biggest ratings, but the 49ers are right there. I mean, this is huge. It's funny because you want the most fun game, which is the Cowboys. The easiest path would have been the Buccaneers. We've already seen the 49ers against the Bucs. We saw them tonight. They're bad. They're not a good football team. Uh, and, and Tom Brady should probably hang it up. We, we might need to talk a little bit about Tom Brady here in a little bit. But the best game, the game you want is the Dallas Cowboys. And, and actually, maybe even better would have been if it was the, the Vikings that won this week. The Niners played the Vikings. And then the Cowboys went and knocked off the Eagles. Then you have Niners-Cowboys, old school 90s style in the NFC Championship game. Now, how fun would that have been? But uh, it's still yeah. pretty cool to get the, the Cowboys this week at Levi's Stadium. It's going to be fun. And it's never easy. But um, I wasn't too worried about which team the 49ers were going to pull. I think the Cowboys are a better team than the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think the 49ers are better than both of them anyway. I think it was always clear Cowboys were the better team. And I was surprised at how many people were saying, oh, but Tampa Bay, oh, they, they got Tom Brady. And I'm like, they, they haven't been good all year. They haven't been able to score points. That was the uh, topic of conversation when they were playing against the 49ers. I'm like, this team can't, they can't score anything. I don't care. And people were like, oh, no, but they, they got they got healthier. They got some guys back. Like, look, that's not going to help them score more points. They have, they have all their receivers. Now, at some point in the season, they were down, like, all their receivers for, like, a couple games or whatever. But since then, even with getting all those guys back, they haven't been the team that's putting up points. So uh, I didn't think that they'd really be a threat to the Cowboys. The issue, I guess you could say, with the Dallas Cowboys, and I, I watched a lot of the Cowboys because of this rivalry between family they are very up and down, very inconsistent. So you can see the offense put up a ton of points, and then you could just see them kind of lay a dud. And I think what you saw towards the end of the season, losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, giving up a ton of points defensively, not really getting sacks down the stretch defensively. They weren't really pressuring. They were pressuring the quarterback, but not really getting home uh, to change the game and that dynamic, just really getting destroyed by Philadelphia, you know, giving up a ton of points to Gardner Minshew. Uh, th this is a team that is super kind of Jekyll and Hyde, and I don't even know who's who, but regardless, that's the Dallas Cowboys being two different kind of people. So uh, they're on one scenario, like they, they can come out and they can be explosive and they can put up points because I think at times Dak Prescott plays like a top seven quarterback, and then there's times where he plays like a bottom seven quarterback and the Cowboys literally have no idea which version of Dak Prescott and the team is going to rear its ugly head. And the defense is the same way. Sometimes they give up big points and they're susceptible in the back end. Sometimes they're making big plays and Micah Parsons is getting after the quarterback and Diggs is picking off passes. So yeah, which team shows up? Um, and uh, it's funny, Sean B here in the chat says, Cowboys overrated as hell. They're going to get smashed. Giants versus 49ers in the NFC Championship game. I think that would be the ideal scenario. Knock off all those teams 
from the past that, that that are rivals. I was really shocked how many people were writing in Giants as the most hated team. Like they they're back to uh, Lawrence Taylor sacking Joe Montana type stuff. You know, we're talking going back to the eighties and then some weird matchups the 49ers and 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 Giants have had since. I, I would say the Giants fans are bordering on the most annoying. I, I would say, in fact, the fans of the NFC East, those the Giants and uh cowboys fans and then also the eagles fans the philadelphia people are just weird anyway about their sports that's probably the worst division for fans too and i see a lot of weird stuff on on twitter from from that division especially uh shout out to my guy lewis who was tweeting at me tonight he was trying to give me a lot of stuff like i was going to be worried about the the dallas cowboys against the 49ers in this next week uh i am not csl in the chat says beat seattle rival beat the hated cowboys postseason revenge against the giants then revenge against the chiefs Plus Purdy story, unbelievable storybook ending movie. I mean, it's insane. It's lining up like it could be that, which would be as much of an ultimate storybook as possible. A lot of Chiefs write-ins. People are still sour about that Chiefs Super Bowl, and that would be fun to get another piece of those Kansas City Chiefs. The, the- yeah, I don't view Chiefs at all as any type of rivalry, but uh, I do look at them, and I have, what is it, PTSD? Po- post-traumatic stress disorder? Yeah. And I just see... Uh, Patrick Mahomes and just kind of his little waddle, the way he walks and just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I, my wife would tell you, I, I'm not scared of anything. Like there's nothing that really scares me in life except for Patrick Mahomes and Michael Myers. Mahomes and Michael Myers. Like those are the only two things I've ever been scared so of. So if Patrick Mahomes shows up in the Michael Myers mask pregame warmups, that'd worry you a little bit maybe? It worried me a lot a bit. <laughs> <laughs> But he might as well have a Michael Myers mask on. That's how I look at him. True, man. I mean, he's a he's a different dude. That's for sure. And uh, I have a feeling it might be the Chiefs if the 49ers get there. And, and wouldn't that be fun? Got to get past those Cowboys first, though. We do know it's the Dallas Cowboys. More on the Cowboys. More on that matchup. Uh, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes. As you put it on Twitter yesterday, or maybe it was today, the 49ers have many Mahomes out there making plays because there's been a lot of takes recently about Brock Purdy how good actually he is is it all Kyle is it you know is it the the talent you know so I want to talk a little bit about about that kind of stuff and uh, maybe a little Tom Brady as well and should he hang him up should it be the end for Tom Brady or could he be a future San Francisco 49er after all finally at the age of 46 next year let's get to that stuff next Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. How easy is it to play Price Picks daily? Well, entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. You could make an entry in the time it takes me to talk about this uh, this ad read for for Price Picks because all you do is you pick two to five players. You're not building an entire roster of players. You're not playing against other fantasy players. There's no sharks in the pool, right? You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Price Picks projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. You're not competing against other people. It's just those projections available. So you look at the projections. You say, Brock Purdy's going off against the Cowboys. I'm taking more than those passing yards. And if that hits, and then you have Christian McCaffrey over on rushing yards, that hits, boom, you are a winner. You get up to five, and you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry, not just NFL projections either, NBA, college sports, golf, uh nascar mma boxing you name it tons of projections this is a daily fantasy you can play every day so download the price picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 with promo code locked on if you deposit 100 price picks will give you 100 if you deposit 50 price picks will give you 50 don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 dollars 
Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day. Make sure you're subscribed up to Locked On NFL. The Locked On NFL channel on YouTube is where you can find me doing the Peacock and Williamson show with Matt Williamson, former NFL scout, every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And, of course, Croc for a lot of teams, including now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tonight, it is draft season. Croc doing Locked On NFL draft every day right here on the network. I love your... uh, I love the mini Mahomes thing. There, I, mini Mahomes. All twenty-two angles of Brock Purdy and and what was an incomplete pass, but one of the most fun incomplete passes of the season that, that Brandon Ayuk could not hold on to. When you see that end zone angle of that play and the dot that he threw into the back corner of the end zone after scrambling around and making that play, like Brock Purdy's different. This this is not just like okay, it's it's the same offense we saw with banged up Jimmy Garoppolo in last year's playoffs. This is different. The 49ers are putting up almost 35 points a game with Brock Purdy. I mean, it's, it's, this is crazy with how good their defense is and, and how much margin for error there is with how good both sides of the ball are playing right now. You know, I've been talking about how I've been kind of evaluating him throughout this process because he wasn't a guy I watched during college, right, to, for the evaluation process. process. So I'm, I'm doing it now, but also being a fan of the 49ers. But I, I, I rewatched the game. I've been able to kind of put some things into perspective. And when you just see things like Brock Purdy had four touchdowns. He accounted for four touchdowns, right, three touchdown passes, one rushing touchdown in his first ever postseason game. And Jimmy Garoppolo, and this is not a anything against Jimmy, but just in the sense of contributing to a win. Garoppolo, in all his starts in the playoffs, has four total touchdowns. Uh, you know, it's just that that's wild in, in itself. This is a guy who has shown over and over, uh, really throughout all the questions that we've had for him, that he's not just along for the ride. Like, he is a part of the ride. He's actually kind of driving the ride. And when you see plays like that, where he is kind of moving around, making guys miss, sidestepping the guy, throwing a dot, it's it's different, and people have said it. It, it kind of has that it factor, and I've been, uh, I don't want to say hesitant to crown him, but again, I'm just still trying to process what I'm seeing. But as of now, it's like, I, I mean, I don't have any questions about who he is. I, I think it's going to be fun to watch him against the Dallas Cowboys and Michael Parsons and some of these guys rushing off of the edge and, and kind of what they can do and how he reacts to that type of pressure. But overall, I think he's kind of passed. Every, every test that we put in front of him so far, he's passed it. Backyard Brock going to come through, Adam says in the chat. Uh, I love that. And, yeah, a little backyard to his game, uh, but he's making plays too. And and I know there's some analysts that – and, look, Brock Purdy didn't play the best game last week. That's what's so impressive. The 49ers, if – they would have put up 49, almost 50 points if IU catches that pass, right? And that wasn't Brock Purdy's best game. That wasn't the 49ers' best game. And they almost put 50 up on the (laughs) – (laughs) on the Seattle Seahawks. So like, this is a team that can score. They have so many weapons. Kyle Shanahan is in his bag. He's got guys running wide open. Brock Purdy's finding them for the most part. There were some bad throws. Might've been some rain and wind involved in in some of the bad throws for, for Brock Purdy, but you don't want to give him, you know, he's a rookie. You don't want to give him any excuses either. He played how he played, which was fine and good enough to win, especially in the second half, making some plays. So it's fun. This ride has been amazing. And and I think it's, it's, we almost don't even realize how amazing this ride has been until the season will be over. We'll zoom out on it and and everything that's gone into this season. And then the Brock Purdy development has just been unbelievable. And it's so fun to watch and it's storybook. And um, it's, it's, I can't wait to see how this story ends because it feels like there's, it's, there's a special vibe to this football team right now. 
I called him Minnie Mahomes, you know, and you kind of saw that. And I, I was just kind of having fun with it. It was like I was half kidding, half not. Right. He just has a lot of Mahomes type uh, play to his game, kind of that running around. Uh, it's like poised, though. It's like this running around, but I'm I'm poised for the most part. Right. I mean, we also have seen him kind of just sprint out of the pocket. It's like you don't have to escape right now. But for the most part, man, you just see that playmaking ability, a touchdown throw he had to Elijah Mitchell and just how poised he looks in, in chaos. I think that's fun to see. Clearly, he's not the he doesn't have like the arm, the pure arm talent that Mahomes has. But I don't think you have to have that. Um, it helps. <laughs> it helps for sure. And if he had that, he definitely wouldn't be the last pick in the NFL draft. But uh, I think there is this kind of Mahomes feel to his game where he's throwing some interceptable passes. Mahomes does that as well. But also he's doing some things that just he has a good feel, this innate feel for uh, things that he, hey, I, I, I have this ability to kind of do this and not kind of give up on plays. And uh, I, I think that's the part when you, when you start talking about Mahomes. Uh, it's that, not in the sense of talent. And there's some people like, oh, 49er fans are kind of getting carried away. And it's like, come on, man, I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes. But that's why I say many Mahomes, you know, because it's like uh, a poor man's version of Mahomes. And when I say poor man, still a guy who, if you look at the numbers throughout his starts, he's number one, number two, number three, in pretty much every important quarterback stat that's out there. So um, he's doing amazing. Uh, even if he can't throw a ball 70 yards in the air like Mahomes, uh, it's been, like you said, really, really fun to watch. And, and I, each each test we put out in front of him keeps keeps passing it. He's absolutely passing every single test. And you're, I mean, and, and we're we're definitely having fun with it. And and I've been getting it, it's it's just fun. It's I've been going overboard too, which I'm purposely going overboard about how great Brock Purdy is, right? Because you know, talking about how amazing he is. Um, all he does is win. He's seven and zero essentially. He doesn't get credit for starting the game that that uh, against the Dolphins, but that that game was on that is much him, much more on him than than Jimmy G. Um, and Jimmy G was playing good before that too. But the the offense has taken an, even an extra step since Brock Purdy yeah. got in there. So uh, it's it's been wild, man. Thirty five. They're for th- forty. We were we we were just talking about this 49ers team. Remember, like sometime around the trade deadline, and we're like, man, how come Kyle Shanahan's offense never start putting up thirty points and just dropping a lot of points on people? And right, like, we're talking about how they need to throw the ball to running back more. And all of a sudden, they trade for Christian McCaffrey. Okay, they start throwing the running back more. Jimmy Garoppolo is playing his best ball now. Purdy out of nowhere. Now they are scoring thirty points a game. They're dropping the hammer on people using all these weapons, and uh, it took a while, but they're here. I, I think a lot of people want us to pop. And it, it took us a while to really start kind of going above and beyond with like, all right, you know, Purdy, like, you know, he, he's here. Other people jumped on it probably quicker than us. I think you and I were still kind of evaluating it. But there are a lot of people that are like, oh, pump, pump that. Oh, this, And I think a lot of that is just because he's a seventh round pick. Like if his name wasn't Brock Purdy and it was Malik Willis, who's everybody thinks has all this immense talent and Malik Willis put up the same exact numbers as Brock Purdy, what would people be saying about what he's doing? You know, if he was this top five quarterback, if he was Trey Lance, if he was anybody else that was drafted where people were like, oh, this guy has a ton of talent and he puts up the same numbers that he's doing right now, however he's doing it, even if it's a Debo Samuel 10-yard pass that turns in 74 yards, but just overall with even with those plays and then the off-script plays and then scoring the touchdowns, running in for a touchdown, if his name was a, a, a top 10 guy, People would be saying he's the next great thing. Oh, they. And again, I'm not saying. I'm just saying what the narrative would be if his name was something else. 
yeah, if he was a first round pick, people would be crowning him already. We've seen enough. It's done. But since he's a seventh round pick, it's like, okay, need to see more because he's Brock Purdy and he's not, you know, whoever. Even if it's Kenny Pickett, you know, it was, if it was Trey Lance that just did this all year and all the quarterback stats were just Trey Lance, people would be losing their minds that the, the 49ers are the next dynasty because Trey Lance is that good. But right. you got to wait a little bit more on a seventh rounder like Brock Purdy. Um <laughs> Here, I knew he was going to show up. This is my guy from way back, uh, Cowboys fan. And uh, they always show up. There's a lot of Cowboys fans out there. So props to him. He says, offense is going to take an extra step backwards with Parsons and company comes to town. What do you think, Croc? I like Parsons. I mean, I think he's probably the most freakish defensive player in the NFL. Uh, a lot of things he do. I mean, you see this game, uh, was it like the first snap? He's in the backfield, tackle for loss. He's chasing down. Uh, Tom Brady causing havoc, getting in passing lanes, batting down passes. Uh, he's someone that can definitely impact the game. And if there's one player that, you know, 49ers have to really, truly account for on every single snap, I, I think it's him. And they uh, watching the Cowboys tonight, you, when you see them, like if that's their peak, which that's, like, that's their peak defensively. They have a lot of these long, rangy defenders, uh, whether if it's a, a, a Izzy, Amukamura, I'm pretty sure I'm saying his last name wrong, but the kid from South Carolina, 6'4", safety. Uh, Curse, J. Ron Curse, another 6'4", safety. They got the kid, um, his brother was on Last Chance U, uh, kid from Oregon State, uh, cornerback. He's 6'4". They got all these 6'4", long guys that kind of uh, squeeze these like passing lanes and windows. And uh, it, tonight, they made it very difficult for Brady and company. Um can they do that? You know, versus Brock, Brock Purdy, I think this would probably be his most cha challenging game if Cowboys defense is on. But again, we don't know. I, I just watched damn, uh, what's his name? Sam Howell hang 27 on them in the Cowboys score six. So I don't even, I just don't, I don't know what Cowboys team is going to show up. Uh, Lewis giving you some, some props there, even though he's a Cowboys fan. Croc. It's also him throwing shade at me because he wants to give you credit and not me for our podcasting. So I uh, appreciate oh, yeah, yeah. old buddy jumping in uh, to the chat here. And oh yeah, it's it's always fun to to go back and forth with those Cowboys fans. And so I can't wait. I mean, this is what it's all about. You want to play the better team and you want to play a rival and you want to go beat that rival. So that's what makes it so fun this offseason. Seahawks, Dallas Cowboys, who's it going to be after that? Got to get past those Cowboys first. I want to talk Tom Brady next because there's still a lot of talk about Tom Brady potentially coming to town and ending his career with the San Francisco 49ers next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, uh, soccer, of course, NBA and college hoops. There's eSports. There's even Vegas-style casino games as well. So you can go make a bet at Bet Online, then play a little blackjack or poker while you wait for that game to finish and then collect all of your winnings together. And, of course, get informed before you make your bets with all the information and analysis available at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those there as well at BetOnline. Let me know in the chat. Do we have a, a, a line yet for Cowboys 49ers? Niners will be favored no doubt at home at Levi's Stadium next week and of course you can bet on that one for sure at bet online head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at bet online where the game starts so Tom Brady gotta retire right like I keep hearing the stuff about Tom Brady and the 49ers and I get it and, and the, that 
conversation should be out there with what we've seen from Purdy. The 49ers spent three first round picks on Trey Lance. You got to move away from either of those and both of those to bring in 46 year old Tom Brady next year. It doesn't add up, man. I, I feel like Tom Brady, finally it's time he's got to hang it up. I think, yeah, the Tom Brady thing one, definitely not 49er. Ryan Clark asked a question on social media right before uh, we hopped on here, and he was like, <laughs> what team is starting Tom Brady, at least this version of Tom Brady? And I will say, last time I thought it was over for Brady, that 2019 season, and this is very reminiscent of that, where it's just like, oh, this guy is washed. And then he comes back, and he looks like MVP two years in a row and wins the Super Bowl. So um, I, it looks like he's done, right? 45 years old, can it get any better? But last time I counted him out, man, he was like, Croc, you're stupid. You know, so... Um, but, yeah, I don't think that the 49ers are a place for him. I, I think, you know, if this is sustainable, and we'll see what kind of run Brock Purdy goes on. But how do you not be encouraged by that? And, uh, you know, you still don't know what the heck you have in Trey Lance. We'll, we'll find out this offseason. But uh, I think those two guys alone and seeing how they could duke it out, I think you're, you're fine passing on this version of Tom Brady. I said that last time, though. And people I, I were like, how do you wrestle Tom Brady? I'm like, do y'all remember the 2019 season? It seemed crazy later, uh, one year later. But at the time, and again, kind of reminiscent, right? Like, things weren't looking great at the end of the Patriots run for Tom Brady. He becomes a free agent. And then you go to the Super Bowl. And it's like, how do you move away from a Super Bowl quarterback? Remember that whole offseason was like, run it back, run it back. And even if the 49ers would have maybe – uh not made the Super Bowl and lost in the NFC Championship game. I wonder if that would have changed things, and they would have fought a little harder about Tom Brady then. But he looks even more done now, and and maybe it's, we're getting duped again. And Tom Brady's going to go to the Miami Dolphins and win a Super Bowl with Mike McDaniel, uh, you know, in that scheme next year with the Dolphins. I I, I just think he's done. I I think he's got to hang him up. He's just, he's 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 so reluctant to get hit as he should be at forty five. He's getting the ball out so fast, but there there's no ground game either. I, I don't like anything that went on with the Buccaneers this year. I think I think Brady's got to retire, and they got to start firing some coaches because the whole thing was just <laughs> garbage. Like they're, they're way too talented yeah. team to be that bad. They didn't look too good tonight. I mean, just it, bad season overall. Their head coach just looked lost. He was just had this gaze in his eyes, like, "What the hell is going on?" I'm pretty sure the uh, old coach, gosh, right, Arizona Cardinals, well, the, the the coach they just had, oh, uh, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bruce Arians is like, dude, I gave you this job for you to go out here and do this. Like, heck no, nah, man. So um, they, they look cooked. Brady looks cooked. And he's one of those guys that I just hate to doubt. But I, I think right now, he, he should have retired last year where I thought he could have really should have been the league MVP. And if you would have, you know, rolled off on his horse off into the sunset, I think everybody would have loved that version, like their last you know vision of him but right now now you're looking at this and it's like wow this is a sad old man <laughs> uh, I was yeah, everybody says father i see bsc says father time is undefeated and i wondered with brady because of how he's playing at 44 years old like man at what point is father time defeated but i think now you know tom brady kind of let us know like ah yeah okay it's time yeah, it, it took a while. Tom did really good, as good as anybody against Father Time. Uh, and there's a reason he's who he is. And uh, he's, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer, maybe the greatest, not only quarterback, but NFL player of all time. But eventually, those guys will finish. And uh, I think it is time 
for Tom Brady. Oh, goodness gracious. It's about time we get out of here, Croc. Any last thoughts, Cowboys 49ers? I mean, I think we're going to spend all week talking about that. And this is, I will say this. Actually, I do have one thought. Obviously, I'm, you know, pulling for the Niners. I do think it's unfair that they have to play a Monday night game on the road and then you, you win and then you have to play, go, you have to travel home and have a short week of practice and then go to the Bay Area and play a team that, like, played on Saturday. Like, that's BS. Like, if I'm a Cowboy, I am upset at that. They, they, yeah, there, there was a report earlier today about that that they were mad about that. Niners get a couple extra days rest here in this one, but the Niners had to go Saturday the week before, and yeah, you, you went Saturday, but you're at home. Like they're playing on the road right now, and He's then coach. you have to travel home, and then a short week of practice, and then travel to the Bay. Like that's, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, if I'm them, I'm upset about that. Well, they'll have all off season to cry about it if the 49ers uh yeah, 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 definitely. Game, which uh we are going to predict they do, I think. But we'll get deeper into the matchup. Maybe maybe we'll see something in these Cowboys over the course of the week that we think maybe uh they have an edge on with the San Francisco against the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to be an awesome week, Cowboys week, divisional round playoff week. It is always fun and of course Croc and I will have you guys covered every step of the way. Thanks again for making us your first listen. Check out Peacock and Williamson. Locked on NFL Draft, and Croc and I will be back tomorrow right here, Locked on 49ers.